Welcome to episode number 25 of the Four Animals for Earth podcast. Today is a bit of a bonus episode. It's the final episode of season two, and it is a recap of all of the simple ideas that I learned from my guests um, this fall during season two. If you missed it and you're interested, I did the same thing, a recap of season one in episode number 24. So if you're looking for some fun ideas of things that you may be able to do as we go into the new year to try to help animals and the environment, hopefully you'll find a great idea in here. Between uh, the wrap-up of season one and the wrap-up of season two, there were over 90 simple ideas shared. So there there are a ton of things to pick from. All right, let's dive in. Hi there, this is Brandy, and you're listening to the Four Animals for Earth podcast. This is a space where we inspire each other to take small steps every day to live a more conscious life, helping animals and the planet while we do it. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's all take a deep breath and let's get started. Okay, let's start with a quick list of all of our titles for season two. So episode number 13 was Music is Medicine for Activists. Episode 14, Talking to Horses. Episode number 15, Ethically Sourced Crystals. Episode numbers 16 and 17 were Wildlife Rescue. Episode 18, Secondhand Stores. For free. Episode 19, Eco Friendly Costumes. Episode number 20 was Sustainable Jewelry. Episodes number 21 and 22 were Ecological Impact Centers. And episode number 23 was Sustainable Ethical Supply Chains. So let's start with episode number 13, Music is Medicine for Activists. Ada Ketchy and Nathan Getzen, who are two incredibly talented musicians, came on the show. They are from Wakes, and they gave us six different ideas. Number one, notice the music of nature. So step outside, close our eyes, take a deep breath, and notice the sound bath of birds and wind, cars, our neighbors. Just actively tune into nature, and that deepens our listening within and without of us. Their second idea is to try a morning musical meditation. So they have a beautiful one that they have available for free on their website, and it's just a great way to start off the day in a um, relaxed, grounded place. So the third one is to truly listen, to turn on our favorite song and really listen and take responsibility for where we feel that music in our body, like actually locate it and journal about it or share it with a friend. Their fourth idea for us is to play music to help a child, a pet, or even ourselves calm. So if we can develop a habit of turning to music when we feel anxious or overwhelmed, we can teach our children um, to do the same thing. 
And the fifth idea is to gather around music. So like they used to do in, you know, years back, ancient civilizations, join together and experience music together. So whether it be playing or listening or singing, intentionally choose an experience uh, with music to do with other people. And the last one is go look up wakes.life on Instagram and tell them hi and check out some of the cool stuff they've been releasing recently. For links to Ada and Nathan or to listen or watch their episode, go to fouranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 13. Now we're going to go into episode number 14, Talking to Horses with Charlotte Chandler. And Charlotte's business is called Heart Horse. She left us with five ideas. The first is to stay open and seek out learning. And I know that sounds simple, but sometimes we need to be conscious of this. There's always more to learn, no matter what our expertise is. There's more out there to learn. So she urges us to stay open. The next one is to use Instagram. She mentions how Instagram is a free way to learn about cutting edge research that is happening with horses. And she gave us some hashtags to follow. The third is to join Heart Horse. Heart Horse is Charlotte's community. It's a diverse community specifically focused on sharing innovative ways to connect with and help your horse. So if you have a horse, look into joining Heart Horse. The fourth is to adopt. So if you're thinking about getting a new horse, Google different rescues and think about adopting a horse rather than purchasing. And my last tip is to look up at Horse Magic or at Heart Horse Box on Instagram and tell Charlotte hi and see what she's doing. For her um, episode, show notes, etc., go to fouranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 14. Now, episode 15, Ethically Sourced Crystals with Nicholas Pearson. So he left us with five ideas. The first is to ask questions. So when we're shopping for crystals, ask where they came from. We may not get a clear, uh, concise answer, but if we ask, we start the conversation. The second is to look for mineralogical shops or rock collectors and experts to purchase from rather than crystal shops. We're likely to um, find someone who has more knowledge about the origin of the rock. And as a bonus, they're usually cheaper too. The third idea is to start in our backyard. So Nicholas reminds us that every single stone on earth has healing properties and we can find the perfect match for us anywhere. We don't have to buy traditional crystals. The fourth idea is to buy Nicholas's books. So you can learn so much about Reiki and the power of healing with stones through his books. He is a wealth of knowledge. So the last thing is go look him up on Instagram at The Luminous Pearl and you'll find um, links to all of his books and tell him hi, tell him you're there. You can find Nicholas's uh, video interview and show notes and links to everything at fouranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 15. Episodes number 16 and 17 were a two-part series about wildlife rescue with Amy Venorio from the Fox Run Environmental Education Center in Kentucky. 
Amy left us with four ideas. The first is compassion. So first and foremost, when we see a wild animal, start from a place of compassion. There's a chance that the animal is near us because it is sick or it's injured or it's stressed. Her second idea for us is to download the Animal Help Now app. So if you have ever felt yourself stuck or if you just want to hedge your bets for the future, you can download this app and when you see a wild animal, you can put in your zip code and you can look up a wildlife rehabilitator near you to help you with the situation. The third idea is to place a wildlife rescue kit in our car. So this is something that will help us have what we need if we do find an animal in trouble. And we can all really help with wildlife rescue. Amy talks about how she really is just there to accept the animals when they come in. But it's really us that are the um, boots on the road to find those animals and bring them in. And the final thing is go find Amy. So look up Fox Run Environmental Education Center on Facebook or YouTube. And the bonus is that when you find her and you say hi, you're going to get to see lots of cute baby animal photos too. For Amy's show notes and links, go to foranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 16. Episode number 18 is Secondhand Stores for Free with Diana Coney from Trade Closet, and she left us with four ideas. The first one is to live a buy nothing new life. Buy nothing new is actually a brand um, that you can Google, and it's a conscious way of life, and basically through it, the thought is that anything that we want or need, we can probably find secondhand. So it's almost like a challenge to live life differently. The second idea is to use secondhand stores. So start there when we need something new. We can splurge on something that we may otherwise um, not have been able to afford or it would have hurt the environment and so we didn't want to do it, but it's secondhand so we're actually giving it another life. The third idea is to trade. If you don't live in Northeast LA, which is where Diana's current trade closet is located, you could um, try to facilitate facilitate a trade option near you, uh, or you can contact Diana and explore starting your own trade closet. She was happy to hear from people and help them think about doing it in their area. And then the last idea is to go look up Trade Closet on Facebook and tell Diana hi. For Diana's show notes and video interview, you can go to foranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 18. Okay, episode 19 is Eco-Friendly Costumes with Katie Miles and Rachel Jones of Hijinks Costumes. They left us with seven ideas. The first is to invest in companies that have sustainability as a priority. We may little may need to spend a little more to do this to support brands that clearly use environmentally conscious materials and ethical manufacturing. But in the end, it's worth it to spend that extra money because it's, it's protecting our future. The second is quality versus quantity. So rather than purchasing more, we can try to reinvent what we have. An example that Rachel gave was rather than buying another new doll, make clothes for the same doll. The third is to mend ripped clothes and toys. So rather than tossing something in the bin for having a hole in it, we can teach ourselves and our children how to mend. There are DIY video links in the show notes. 
The fourth is to dye stained clothing. So again, rather than tossing stained clothing into a bin, we can throw a bunch of pieces into a bucket of dye and make something new. There's also DIY links for that. The fifth idea is to help kids in our lives sell their toys on Facebook Marketplace. So rather than immediately donating, we can teach our kids to buy and sell secondhand by letting them make their own money to use, and then they grow up with that being a part of their lives. Number six is to support right to repair laws. So we can write to our government officials asking them to pass a right to repair law in our state. And the last is to go look up hijinks costumes on Instagram and tell Katie and Rachel hi. You can find Katie and Rachel's show notes and video at foranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 19. Number 20 is sustainable jewelry with Stephanie Maslow Blackman of Metalicious Jewelry. And we have six ideas here. The first is to ask questions. So for purchasing a piece of jewelry, let's ask. We can know who made that piece of jewelry before we buy it and ask that person exactly how ethically and sustainably made it was. The second is to recycle our jewelry and electronics. So if we properly recycle our metals, they can actually be used to make new products. We can even ask our jeweler if it's possible to recycle old jewelry with them to then be made into new jewelry for us. The third idea is to share what we know. So if we know of brands and suppliers that will lead with the environment, Openly share them with others, help them build their customer base and grow, and that's going to help the entire movement. The fourth idea is to lead by example. So rather than verbally trying to convince those around us to change, we can focus on what we can do and simply be an example through our own choices. Number five is to educate. So if we make a product, help our customers learn by sharing where the product we're selling comes from and why we made the choices that we did. And last, go find Stephanie on Instagram at Metalicious Jewelry and say hi. So all of Stephanie's show notes and her video are at foranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 20. Okay, we're nearing the end, only three episodes left. And the next one is a two-part episode. So episodes number 21 and 22 are Ecological Impact Centers with Jason Bliss of the Sharing Insights Podcast. And for this one, we have six ideas. Number one, stay open. So when things don't feel right, accept that we don't know all of the answers and stay open to learning from others and letting life lead us where it does. The second is to spend our money with businesses who are doing good things. So sometimes we may need to spend a little extra money or time or effort to make sure that we are not perpetuating the damage that many large corporations are doing to the earth and to humanity and to animals. <laughs> the third idea is to support the people who are creating the world we want to see. And by support, we mean like, comment, share, rate, review, any content that we appreciate. Help the creators of that content and the business owners to reach a larger audience and make a bigger difference. The fourth idea is to make a plan. So use Jason's free permaculture ebook to design a more ecologically beneficial life. And you can find a link to that in the show notes. The fifth idea is to visit an ecological impact center. And Jason recommends that we go to newmundo.org to find a place that speaks to us. And the last idea is to look up 
at Sharing Insights Pod on Instagram and go see what Jason's doing and listen to his podcast and tell him hi. Jason's video interview and show notes are at fouranimalsforth.com slash podcast slash 21. And our last episode of season two, I should say our last interview of season two was episode 23, Sustainable and Ethical Supply Chains with Steve Brown from the Provenance Chain Network. And that episode was all about the future of shopping. He shared four ideas with us and I added a fifth. So the first is to get to know new technology. So rather than fearing technology, we can dive in and learn what it really is and how it can be a sustainable solution to the world's biggest problems. Steve has two really good resources to help us do this. One is his book called The Innovation Ultimatum, and the other is his Five Minutes into the Future video series that he has on YouTube. So you'll find links to those in the show notes. The second idea is to pay attention to investigative journalism. So read the stories and the exposés that are coming out about what is truly happening in the world and learn. The third idea is to socialize these issues with friends so we can talk about the big problems in the world with our friends and brainstorm different ways that we can solve them. By doing this, we're keeping them top of mind. And the fourth is to clearly define what we care about. So technology will be provided in the future to help us with our purchase decisions, but we need to be ready to adopt it. And so by doing those things, getting to a point where we're excited about technology and knowing the issues and keeping them top of mind, we can be ready to say what is most important to us when the technology is there. Is it child labor that's most important to us? Animal cruelty, being carbon neutral, being sustainable, the list goes on. But he urges us to clearly define what we care about and know what that list is for us. And the last idea is to go find Steve on YouTube at The Bald Futurist and tell him hi. Let him know that you're there. Steve's show notes and video interview are available at foranimalsforearth.com slash podcast slash 23. And that's all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If so, please consider hitting subscribe, rating or reviewing us, telling a friend, any or all of the above truly make a difference. The more people we can reach, the more people I can find to interview and the bigger impact we can make together. Keep an eye on your feed. We'll be back soon with the next episode. Thanks. Bye.